Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is actually my first podcast back since we uh, were reinstated. And um, thank you for sticking through with us. For that, I know there's lots of episodes that if you didn't have something to listen to, you could have listened to some older ones, but um, we love the fresh content. So this is actually my first um, one of the year. So sorry about that, but it's February 2024, um, closing in on the end of my third pregnancy with a baby girl. So um, I've had this word in my spirit. This has actually been the word that the Lord gave me to stand on during this pregnancy. And I feel it's, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel it's going to help many, many people. And it's going to, to uh, impact you no matter what, um, what circumstance you find yourself in in life. Um, calling this one, I am not a target. And I know that goes um, in some circles a little bit against what, uh, you know, maybe some Pentecostal, you know, circles would say, like, if you're anointed, you better know there's a target on your back and, you know, all these things. And I started thinking about that phrase because I had actually gone through a, a, a little situation um, with this pregnancy. And uh, through that, I was starting to, uh, I, re- I realized that at the beginning of this time, um, since I've been pregnant, it's like that was a reoccurring thought that I was somehow, some way, a target for the devil. And you know, the devil is—he's—he's he's a liar. He's cunning. He's manipulative. He made it seem like almost like a dignified thing to be a target for him. Like, well, you know, you've just done a lot for the Lord. Well, you know, you wrote a book on pregnancy. Well, you know, it's like you're, you know, you're, as you come up to a new level, you know, that there's just new devils to, you know, to battle, like we're, you know, on some like video game or something. But it's like, um, the fact of the matter is, is I completely disagree with that because if being a blood-bought child of God, a person that's in right standing with God, a person that's a believer, a person that's not, um, you know, one foot in the the one foot in with God and one foot in the world. If a person who's living a holy life is a bigger target for the devil than the person who's actually living for the devil, um, you know, then we'd have to we have to like we have to rewrite pretty much all of the Bible, all of the doctrine on the blood would have to be rewritten because my Bible tells me that because of the blood of Jesus, I've been brought near to Christ. And so I'm under the shadow of the almighty. I'm not open for attack. I'm not the person that's open for attack. So, and that's the first scripture I'm going to start out is Ephesians 2.13. But now at this very moment in Christ Jesus, you who were once so very far away from God have been brought near by the blood of Christ. And Psalm 91.1 says, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no enemy can withstand. So, you know, your expectation of what what's going to happen in your life is actually what will happen in your life. And that goes for good expectation or wrong or bad expectation. So, you know, I was, uh, you know, the devil comes with his fiery darts. Those are thoughts. And if you don't have your shield of faith um, built up in the word of God, what will happen is those thoughts will actually take root in your mind. 
So for me, the thought that was well, it was constantly coming was that I was some kind of target for the devil because, you know, um, you know, I'm now pregnant, but I, you know, released a book on pregnancy and birth and I'm getting testimonies from women and people are being impacted by it in, a, in an awesome way. And so, well, I've really just stirred up a hornet's nest in my mind. You know, that was like the lie that the devil was telling me, like as if as if I had no control of the outward circumstances of what the devil could do to me. But, you know, that's actually a completely wrong expectation. And uh, a couple of Sundays, uh, well, now it's been a few months back, but I heard um, when my pastor was preaching, he said, he said, um, he was actually just reading out of the book of Job, but this like, this scripture jumped out to me. And it says, then Satan answered the Lord, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not put a hedge of protection around him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and conferred prosperity and happiness upon him and his possessions have increased in the land. And I I just, I took that scripture and I put my name. Does Krista fear God for nothing? Have you not put a hedge of protection around her and her house and all that she has on every side? You've blessed the work of her hands and conferred prosperity and happiness upon her. And her possessions have increased in the land. And so I was like thinking about, you know, the, the, the true nature of God is that he's a father, that he's a protector, that if I'm in covenant with him, he's going to hold up his end of the bargain. He's not leaving back doors open for the enemy to come in and target me. If I'm a target for the enemy, it's because I don't know the word of God and what it says about me and who I am. And so I'm open to those fiery darts. But what are their fiery darts? They're actually just thoughts. Initially, they're just thoughts. So the thoughts come and then we have to either accept that thought and it becomes part of our nature and our expectation, what we're expecting to happen in our life. Oh, I'm expecting to be challenged because, you know, the devil, you know, I didn't know it was the devil speaking to me, but he basically just said, just expect challenges because blah, 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 I'm filling the blank. And it can even sound religious. It can sound churchy, you know, but, um, but you have to know when a lie is a lie and you have to know what voice is speaking to you because sometimes, you know, well, the, you know, the devil knows how to manipulate things and make them seem like they're a holy, um, you know, burden to bear, but, you know, but, you know, you either believe the blood works or you believe it doesn't work. And I believe it works for me. And so what happened, and I haven't shared this testimony publicly yet, but I felt that this was the time to, to put it out here, um, for people to be ministered to by it. But basically when I was nine, somewhere between nine weeks and 11 weeks, um, pregnant with this baby girl, um, I, my body basically started showing a very, uh, you know, negative sign, basically looking like a miscarriage. And, you know, so immediately upon seeing that, the first thing that tries to grip you is fear, you know, and then like the devil comes with these thoughts. See, I told you, I told you you're a target. You know, you may, you may never even have any other children again, because, you know, you put that you, you've been, you know, you've been stirring up a hornet's nest. And that was like the, that was the first thought. And that came to me when I first, you know, saw what was happening. And, um, you know, so I, I, of course, you know, just the circumstances kind of played out, um, called my husband, you know, he, he had a word of the Lord, everything's fine. You know, obviously for me, that didn't, 
take right away because what I'm seeing is not fine. (laughs) He's saying everything's fine. The Lord says everything's fine. He's not like, let's command life. Let's raise this baby from the dead. Um, He's just like, everything's fine. And so, you know, within an hour of him, you know, finding out and everything like that, um, the initial like evidence of a miscarriage like stopped, which was awesome. And, um, you know, the main like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So that's, that stopped. But, um, a couple days later I was home. It was actually during a, we were having the men's conference here at the church. So I was here with the kids. My husband was, you know, running to and from the church really busy. And so he went, he went out the door and I remember just that morning feeling like the fear was trying to grip me. Like, you don't really know what's happening. We know why were you seeing, you know, why was that something that happened to you two days ago? Like, what was, what was that all about? You know, do you think like the baby's okay? It doesn't seem normal that that would happen. And all of a sudden that, that, that same, uh, symptom started up again and, you know, out of nowhere, you know, and, uh, and I just got mad. I was like, devil, how dare you? And I could literally feel, I could feel the spirit of fear trying to take a root on me, like trying to get me to like come over onto the other side of like to accept that this is what's happening to me and to just like give up any fight that I would have. And, um, Instead of doing that, I sat down on the couch. I tried to go into a different room than my kids because I felt like now I need to do business with God. And, you know, anyways, I was just trying to like be by myself, but that doesn't usually happen when you have a, you know, at the time a two and three year old. So anyways, I go to my couch and I grabbed this book that I'd been reading already on faith. Um, And so I open up what chapter I opened up to funny enough, was called Hope in the Word of God. And um, I'm like, okay, yeah, this sounds good. And the first testimony he tells is he says, my wife came to me and said, I've miscarried the baby, you know, and, um, and he looked at her and he said, it's impossible. Serve me my dinner. (laughs) And I was like, wow, (laughs) that's like the most savage thing I've ever heard (laughs) come from a man towards his wife about her her being concerned that she's miscarried the child. But then as I kept reading, I got the understanding. He was talking about, you know, understanding the power of the blood, that there is a line that the devil can't cross. And that is the line. He cannot take He cannot take my children. He cannot touch my children. He cannot put sickness on my family. He doesn't have the authority to do so because I understand who I am. And so he said, as long as you have your hope in the word of God, like your expectation, your confident expectation in the word of God, your faith has something to work with. And none of the devil's plans will come to pass in your life because your your expectation is is, is only for good things. Your expectation is only for healing. Your expectation is only for if it has to be a resurrection from the dead, then that's your expectation. And so, man, I, I, I like, it hit me like right in my spirit. I was like, that's it. The the devil has nothing over me. He can't steal my hope in the word of God. I believe the word of God is absolute truth. So even if I need a resurrection from the dead, even if that's what happened here, and that's what I need. That's not too much for God. 
that's actually not out of the equation. So there's absolutely nothing the devil could have tried to do, could have, could have, you know, uh, could have even attempted to do to me or my child. There's absolutely nothing that's not going to be reversed by the word of God, by the power of God. And so that, that caused a a boldness to rise up in me. And I just began to thank the Lord for my perfect baby. I began to get filled with joy. You know, my kids are sitting there like, mommy, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, everything's great. You know, it's literally the best it could ever be. And so, you know, that symptom of miscarriage went away. Not entirely, actually, for about 10 more days, I still, you know, saw things here and there, experienced things in my body that weren't normal. Um, But I had that I had that experience to point myself back to. I was like, no, my hope's in the word of God. The devil can't steal my hope. He he can't do anything to me. If he, I mean, there's literally nothing he can do to me. If his greatest attack on mankind is death, Jesus already defeated death and that can be reversed too. (laughs) So I was like, I mean, it just, it, it, it just rose up a confidence in me. So you know, uh, <laughs> it's so awesome when you look back at what the Lord's done in your life. And obviously, you know, I'm here, I'm 34 weeks pregnant now, perfect baby, everything's going completely fine. You know, we overcame that challenge, um, you know, and, and, and even just, you know, other things, you know, that the devil, the devil really gave, you know, he, he swung the bat every which way at me. And I was like, you know, every single time something came up, you know, it's like I had a doctor that stood in for my, for my doctor or my midwife, and she just said something so off the wall to me. And um, I remember being like, "That was the that's the craziest thing I've ever had a doctor say to me about anything. It was like she looked at my scan, and she's like, oh, you know, we saw this on your scan, and it can either mean nothing, or it could mean, and like fill in the blank, like literally the worst thing you could find out about your child in the womb. And I'm like, oh... Um, so I literally had no reaction. I went into the, I went into the next room or, you know, into the bathroom when I finished uh, my appointment with her. And I just said, thank you, Lord, for my perfect baby. And I just got filled with joy again. And then a couple days later, the word that the Lord gave to me was nothing's come upon you that will overtake you. And, and anyway, so out of my spirit came my own answer. There's literally nothing literally nothing that the devil will try to even put on you that's going to overtake you, especially when you know the word of God, when you know who you are in his word. You know, so back to that scripture about Job, you know, that was Job. Job actually did have a type of a covenant with God, but we actually have a better covenant. Hebrews 8, 6 says, but but now has he obtained a more excellent ministry in as much as he is also mediator of a better covenant, which is established on better promises. So Jesus Christ is our intercessor, is our mediator, and we have his name. We have the name above every name that causes all enemies to flee. The devil hates the name of Jesus. He's afraid of the name of Jesus. He knows that name carries power. And we have Jesus Christ as our mediator sitting at the right hand of the Father, actually praying and interceding for us at all times. And so I want to just encourage you to understand and know you are not a target for the devil. So you need to stop expecting that the devil has some kind of backdoor entry into your life. Now, I will say this, if there's hidden sin, 
if there's, you know, if, if you're living in a way that's not holy, I mean, I can't speak for you. I'm speaking to a righteous born again person. I'm talking to somebody who's living uprightly, not somebody who has secrets that they're hiding from their pastor or from their friends, or, or you know, I'm, I'm talking about somebody that is a, is a child of God living in a holy way. And this is your promise. Psalm 91 and verse seven says, a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. You know, I want to tell you something. When you begin meditating on that better covenant with better promises and you begin meditating on his blood, every attack that the enemy comes up with, every fiery dart that he tries to throw at your mind in every circumstance, it's like you, you, it's, it almost becomes funny because you, you, you see how often the devil comes to tempt you to step over into fear and you know, uh, the, 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 for me, what's been incredible for this pregnancy and it's really just leaked over into every area of my life. Being a mom of two small children and then being pregnant with another, you know, it's like the devil literally will do anything at any time. He's ruthless to try to put fear in you, fear of what could happen if this happens. Oh, what if, you know, what if your kid falls down the stairs? What if you're whatever, 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 you know, fill in the blanks. What if somebody chokes? There's, I mean, there's so many things that the devil, and I'm like, I just have to put my hope in God. I just have to believe that the blood is the blood. I just have to believe that there are angels surrounding me so that even if I didn't catch something, that, that I have angelic help, that no matter what's going on, that, I, that, that, that the, the Holy Ghost inside of me is, is keeping my health perfect, is keeping my baby, my baby's health perfect, that I'm not living with this like, oh, I don't know, you know, what could be happening with this baby in here because there was that weird, you know, situation that happened. And then that one doctor did say that, that, you know, that some percentage of something could be this way, you know, with the baby. I, I, no, I can't live that way. I have to live with my hope fully planted in the firm foundation of God's word. That's where I refuse to put my expectation anywhere else because I know what God, how he helped me through that situation. I know that because I withstood that attack and that fear, I I 100% absolutely avoided uh, the loss of this baby's life. Because if I would have accepted that fear and would have taken on what the devil was trying to tell me, I would have told, basically accepted a lie into my brain and my brain would have told my body, yeah, this is what's happening. And then my body would have complied together with that. And, and, and we would have had a really, a really horrible tragedy. So I want to, I want to, I want to help you to gird yourself up in, in the word of God, you know, your meditation is everything. Your meditation is every part of your life. So, you know, if you've gone through something and you're like, man, the devil really attacked me and I really hate that he attacked me. How did he even do that? Why was he even able to do that? Listen, at this point, all you can do is, is close, close the door to that thing. You know, let God fill you with joy. Don't look back with mourning or you can't ever move forward. You got to, you got to come into that new day with joy and then say, Lord, 
I don't know what happened there, but it's never going to happen again. The devil's never going to touch my family again. I believe in the blood too much. And and, and I'm just going to say this one last thing. When the Israelites were told given the instruction to put the blood of the lamb over the door and then to eat the lamb, to put that, to put them, you know, to eat the lamb and to put the blood over the door. When the angel of the spirit of death came to look for whose house he could attack, he, he knew he wasn't allowed to attack the houses that had the blood. So it didn't matter what was going on. If the blood was over the house, the spirit of death had to pass over. And that was a type and shadow of the blood of Jesus. We have the real thing. We have the blood. So now in this better covenant with better promises, all we have to do is believe. We have to believe that this is what God's word says, and then we will have it manifest in our life. So I want to encourage you to begin saying things like, I'm not a target. I'm not a target for the devil. The devil can't mess with me. The devil, he, he's, he's a defeated foe. Jesus beat him up, made a show of him and every demon openly 2,000 years ago, and there's nothing that he can do to me. And when a sickness tries to come on your body, you, you remind the devil, you know where he stands and you know where you stand. And I believe it's going to, this, this, this message and and you getting in the word and meditating on the word is going to, is going to, uh, a, a boldness is going to come up on the inside of you to come against every attack of the devil and win every single time. Thank you so much for listening. We love every single one of you. If this blessed you, if this helped you, please share it on your social media platforms. We love you. We'll see you soon.